0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits. It's your Thursday, May twentieth edition. Hope everybody had a great Wednesday. Guess what? Another no hitter. Because baseball's so much fun, like that. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be the bump on the log on that. I used to love no hitters as a baseball fan. The fact that they're getting thrown out there like it's a bobblehead giveaway is getting a little crazy for me. But as someone pointed out to me very smartly, it's basically been three teams: the Rangers, the Indians, and the Mariners have each been no hit twice. So maybe I should take a step back and say, that's pretty cool. But just remember, all you Corey Kluber fans, his two best starts against the Rangers and the Tigers. So grain of salt type stuff. But uh, it was a fun one. It was good to see. I like seeing it. We saw the Orioles and Rays just go bananas. Red Sox and Jays had some fun. It was a good, fun night of baseball. Another just baseball happens type evening for certain situations. Other situations worked very, very well. And we'll try to attack it again on a Thursday uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick with any questions that you have, and I'm in the Fantasy degen Slack chat. if like some free, fun advice for people, not just for baseball, all sports. We're talking PGA Championship, all kinds of other good stuff. So come join us up in there. It is free. Also, check out my written DFS content at rotoballer.com. On Thursday, you get the free DFS DraftKings picks of the day. So come check that out at rotoballer.com. If you can give a rating and review on iTunes for MLB DFS quick hits, I would truly appreciate it. It would help me out quite a bit. If you're a season-long fantasy baseball player, the Bench with Bubba podcast, Tuesday dropped Bench with Bubba episode 371 with Toby, Batflip Crazy, Bubba the Batflip 84, going over the week seven fab results. And then on Thursday night, uh, if you're not watching baseball or if you want to wait till Friday morning to listen, Bench with Bubba episode 372 with the one, the only, Scott Genstead will be joining me, good friend of mine, good friend of the show. So, That'll be a fun show, but uh, lots of good stuff there. But Thursday, four-game early, four-game late slate. If you play Fandle, they have a nine-game all-day slate. It's some bad baseball, bad baseball. The early slate's okay. You can have some fun with it. The late slate is bad baseball. So, um, yeah, let's let's have some fun. If they have a significant other, take them out on a date because you can get some brownie points on Thursday night. We'll kick it off with the early slate of action here. Your totals on this one: Giants Reds eight and a half, Rays Orioles nine, Yankees Rangers eight and a half, Washington and the Cubs nothing because it's Wrigley. Pitchers on this slate: You have Tyler Molly at ninety two hundred bucks against the San Francisco Giants. I don't hate it. Just know the Giants um, have a bunch of lefties, and lefties can get to Tyler Molly. Molly has been quite effective uh, this season for the most part. Good quality start type pitcher. Went seven innings his last time out. He's given up. Uh, two earned runs or less in every single start but one this season. So two, four, six, seven of his eight starts, two and runs or less. He's got at least five innings in all but one start. He's uh getting you strikeouts five or more in majority of starts. So there's a nice floor with Tyler Molly that you like. He faced the Giants earlier this year, five innings, two earned, seven Ks for eighteen point nine points, and eighteen point nine on this slate will pay off nicely because the pitching's that bad and it gives you some luxury. But Molly's the most expensive guy. And it's Giants offense that strikes out 28.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So lots of strikeouts versus right. It's a double 180 ISO, but just a 98 WRC plus, 221 average. So they have some pop, but uh, otherwise lots of strikeouts, not a whole lot else. So Molly will be super popular on this short slate, but he is the uh, the top price pitcher for it. Reason, Rich Hill, quite entertaining at $8,700. We talked about him on the recent bench with Bubba. Bubba the Batflip Flip episode. Back to back starts of six innings or more with zero earned runs. He's given up zero earned in three straight starts. He's given up two or less in four straight. Uh, so he's been very, very effective of late, getting you basically 50, uh, 18 and a half or more points in three. In his last three starts, he's got at least six innings. He's got 18 and a half or more points, which is very, very nice. The strikeouts have been there as well. But you're going up against Baltimore, who just blew up uh, on. Um, on Wednesday, the only strikeout, twenty three percent of the time versus lefties, with a two sixty eight average, a one fifty two ISO, and a one hundred seven WRC plus. So Baltimore hits lefties very, very well. Rich Hill's been pitching very well. You got Baltimore you got the highest total on the early slate. Something's got to give. So uh, Rich Hill is in play because the slate's so short. But uh, I kind of like some Baltimore bats and I like Tampa Bay bats in this one as well. Going up against Dean Kramer, so that's that's a good one there. The other pitching option I am looking at, you have Johnny Cueto, $8,300 uh, at the Cincinnati Reds. Cueto's been very hit and miss this season, uh, to, but only got two earned in his last time out. Doesn't go deep into games since the first two starts this year. That's the biggest bugaboo, but he's interested in 8300 bucks. You have Domingo Hermon at 8000 Uh The Rangers just got no no'd. You got Herman coming up back-to-back 6 inning performances with one earned and two earned. He's given up three earned runs or less in his last five starts and in his six of his seven starts this season. In his last five starts, he has gotten you 14 or more points in each start. He's gotten you 19 or more in four or five starts. He has six or more K's in every single start in those last five outings. So lots to like there. And again, it's the Texas Rangers, a team you can definitely exploit, striking out twenty seven percent of the time versus righties, and just got no no'd by Corey Kluber. So Herman's gonna be very popular, most likely teamed up with Tyler Molley. But they're your two top dogs on this slate. You can mix in, mix in some Rich Hill if you like. Otherwise, it's it's Cueto time. So good luck. Now, what I will say, if you want to be contrarian on this slate, you stack the Giants and you slack stack the Rangers because at least one of Molly and Herman will be the chalk, if not both. So you'll be able to be, get huge leverage on a small slate by stacking the Giants Andor the Rangers in their matchups. Like if you want to do like a, a small giant stack with like the Baltimore Tampa Bay game or a small ranger with Baltimore Tampa Bay, that's fine. Wrigley Field, the wind's blowing out to the left field at 12 miles an hour. You got Joe Ross and you got Trevor Williams. That's stackable. Basically, you want bats from Tampa, Baltimore, Washington, Chicago for the most part. You can mix in other spots too, but those are your main targets. Everyone's going to want bats from those two games, and they're going to want Molly and Hermont. That's the basis of this four game slate. That's the chalk on this four-game slate. You got to find out how to be different. You can be different by still attacking those offenses, by getting the cheap plays. Like I'm not going to go position by position. It's a four-game slate. But if you're if you're stacking up Tampa Bay versus Kramer, it's a great spot. You got Choi. He's cheap. He's thirty four hundred bucks. You got Austin Meadows, only four K. You got Joey Wendell's, not too expensive. Brandon Lau's a little pricey, but you can go there. Rose Arena coming off a double dong game plus a big RBI double. He's expensive, but in play, so you can mix and match things there. Um, Kevin Kiermaier just came off the IL. He's basically always unowned. Zanino, I'd imagine, has the day off, but actually, Mejia, no, Mejia and Zanino both played. Mejia DH'd, so Zanino would probably have the day off, the day game after the night game. But like, I love Choi, Meadows, and Rosarina. That's my big three. After that, Wendell, and then after that, Lau. But when you once you get to Lau, you can have Lau, you have Kiermaier, whatever. But if you want like a four man stack, it goes with uh meadows Choi. that's one two mix in a rosarina three and then find your fourth with wendell and company after that so that's where i'm looking with tampa bay versus kramer if you're going baltimore versus hill trey boo boo double donged for us on wednesday always love trey mountcastle starting to swing at freddie galvis when deep. He's a switch hitter uh severino's a good switch hit and catch or not switching but right-handed catcher there's a lot to like austin hayes is swinging it well cedric mullins Lots to like here because Rich Hill is probably the third most popular pitcher, so Baltimore might be a little less chalky on this slate. So the Baltimore stack is very, very much in play. Again, hit us up in the Slack chat if you have any questions. I might not hit all your players for you because I'm not going through every position. Such a small slate. I'm just giving you how I'm breaking it down. So much easier than going through all this garbage today. Um, Cincinnati and the Giants, Like we want the Tampa Bay-Baltimore stack. We want Washington Chicago. Uh, Trevor Williams, you attack with lefties. Soto went deep on Wednesday. Schwarber's got three career home runs against him. You go back to that. Well, Bell's been hot and cold, but if in a tournament, he's cheap. He fits the mold. I'd rather have G-Man Choi than Josh Bell on this four-game slate if you're breaking it down that way. But um, if you're stacking up Washington, you want Bell, sure. Uh, Castro's a cheapy. Harrison's a cheapie. Gomes is a cheapie. But mainly it's Soto, Turner, uh, Schwarber. Those are my main targets. Keep an eye on Andrew Stevenson because um, Victor Robles left the game on Wednesday, and we liked him a lot, and he was playing phenomenally. Left the game with an angle injury. Wouldn't be surprised if Andrew Stevenson starts. He's very, very cheap as well on the outfield. So that's another cheap angle versus Trevor Williams. On the flip side, on that one, you got Joe Ross, who I just love to tee off against. Javi Baez had a pinch hit dong on Thursday. You got, um, you got Chris Bryant, of course. Contreras might get the day off, day game after night game. But look at the likes of Nico Horner, Matt Duffy, Boat. um, Lots of options there in that Chicago line. A lot of cheap options if you need them. So Chicago and Washington, great stack. Prefer Washington over Chicago. I prefer Baltimore. Basically, my four stacks, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Washington, Chicago. I want that Tampa Bay-Baltimore game. I want to go bombs over Baghdad in Baltimore. But I really like Washington, Chicago as well. So be different if you need to. That's those angles. The Yankees versus Dunning will be um, the next best uh, popular option, I would imagine. You can always go there if you prefer, but I like Texas against Hermon If you're not using Herman, the usual suspects, Adelis Garcia, David Dahl, uh, Nate Lowe, so on and so forth. But it starts with Garcia and Dahl, my one-two punch in that one. And then uh, the Giants in the Cincinnati game. Uh, Winker is in fuego. I love him versus Johnny Cueto. There's some other moving parts there, but if you're going with the Gigantes versus Molly, the way to get to Molly in the past is with left-handed power. So you got Yaz, you got Dickerson. Um, see where the lineup breaks down from there, but there's always a few others mixing and matching with the Gigantes. Maybe Crawford plays, maybe he doesn't. Uh, maybe Duggar plays as a cheap left-handed bat for the Giants. Mix and match to see how that goes. Belt's been out, so I doubt he plays, but if he plays, I love Belt on this slate. So recapping your four-game slate. It's Male, it's Hill, it's Herman. Those are your main pitchers. If you need a contrarian pitching play, it's probably Dunning. He just doesn't go deep in the game. But that's a very nice contrarian play with avoiding the two big offensive environments. Uh, Stacking it up, we want Tampa Bay, Baltimore. We want Washington, Chicago. In that order. Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Washington, Chicago. Your contrarian stacks to be super different. Texas and the Giants. Prefer to the Giants over Texas, but they're both very, very live for you on this one. All right. The four-game game evening slate for all you lovely listeners out there. We have the totals on the four-game evening slate. Uh, da, da, da. Miami and Philadelphia, total of eight. Pittsburgh, Atlanta, eight and a half. Coors Field South, Red Sox and Blue Jays, 10. We have no total in Arizona and LA. I'll explain that in a second, but uh, pitching wise, this this late slate is bad. Your top-priced pitcher is Nick Pavetta at $9,600 in Coors South against the Toronto Blue Jays. Pass. You have Sandy Alcantara against the Philadelphia Phillies at $9,300. I don't mind Alcantara coming off a a rocky outing his last time out. Inning in the third, seven hits, eight earned against the Dodgers. But Prior to that, no more than three earned runs or less in six of seven starts. Prior to that, basically getting you 18-plus points in every single start except one, basically six of seven starts of 18 points or more for Alcantara before that blow-up in L.A. So I have no problem going back to Alcantara. Facing a Philadelphia Phillies team whose offense has really sputtered out here of late. Wouldn't be shocked if they picked it up at any point in time, but striking out 26% of the time versus right handed pitching with a 236 average, 140 ice on a 90 WRC. Plus. So Alcantara at 9300 bucks, I have zero problem having him be my SP1 on this slate. Um, we're not playing Steven Matz against Boston and Cooper South. That's not happening. And now it gets picky. Merrill Kelly versus the Dodgers. I hate every ounce of it in my body. But on this four-game slate, it kind of works. I can see that as a contrarian option. And Drew Smiley against the Pittsburgh Pirates is an option on this four-game slate, which I absolutely despise. But Pittsburgh strikes out twenty-four percent of the time versus left-handed pitching, with a two-zero-seven batting average, a one-twenty-six ISO, and a seventy-eight WRC plus versus lefties. Pittsburgh cannot hit left-handed pitching, so Drew Smiley at eighty-four hundred bucks is in play tonight. So I got I got Alcantara, kind of Merrill Kelly. Drew Smiley, and then Vinny V at seventy-five against the Miami Marlins. But the Marlins have owned Vinny V in his career, so keep that keep that in mind. But like really, it's Alcantara and Smiley for me, with splashes of Vinny V and Merrill Kelly. That's how bad this is. But the way it's that bad, that means there's that much hitting to go around, and it starts with Boston and Toronto. Very very simple. Love Boston for Steven Matz. You have Bogarts. You have JD who went deep. You have Kiki Hernandez at 3400 bucks. He went deep and had a monster game on Wednesday. Uh, Verdugo went deep. He can hit lefties just fine. Devers can even hit lefties. Christian Vasquez went deep. This and Bobby Dalback had a couple nice knocks. There's so much to like with Boston. But for me, it starts with Kiki Hernandez, Bogarts, JD. Those are my big three from Boston. And mix and match all around that as you see fit. On the flip side, though, people might like Pavetics. He's had a pretty good year. But in this environment, against this Toronto offense, I will attack Pavetta early and often. And it starts with the usual suspects there as well. Bichette, um, Teoscar, those are my usually one-two punch. I squeeze in Vladdy from time to time. If I can afford him, he'd be like my third choice. But um, actually, he's my fourth choice. So it goes Simeon, Bichette, Teoscar. Then you can go Vladdy, Grichik, and company. But I want... I want Simeon, Bichette, and T. Oscar as a starting piece in my Boston-Toronto stack. The other games of interest, hitting-wise, you can go with Miami Marlins versus uh, Vinny V. you got Dickerson, but most importantly, you have Jazz Chisholm. That's a big one. Um, Aguilar's been hitting it well. Uh, There's a couple other pieces you can mix and match, but I like Chisholm and Dickerson for sure. Lefties can get to Vinny V quite a bit, but if you're going to stack it up, you definitely have Aguilar and company. And then, last but not least, Arizona versus the Dodgers. Arizona's going to open with uh, Jimmy Nelson, then have Edwin Yoset come in after him. I'm good just rolling out some interesting Arizona bats. If you want to be contrarian, Eduardo Escobar went deep on Wednesday. Um, see who else. Cattell Marte is supposed to be back. Uh, mix and match some of those pieces. There are beat up offense. Pavin Smith will be out there, and a few others. So you can get some nice, young, uh, cheap, low owned exposure plus. The three early games are all in the 7 o'clock Eastern hour. The Arizona-LA uh, game is at 10-10 Eastern. Big gap in time. People might leave low ownership late so they can get their early games in. So keep that in mind as well. But it's pretty much Alcantara. Smiley for me. Mix in some Kelly and Velasquez if you want. Stack up the snot out of Boston, Toronto. Mix in some Miami. You can go with some Atlanta versus Will Crow, who's not a good pitcher as well. He's really, really bad. The Atlanta offense has been super tilting, but the Atlanta, the Atlanta stack could be a nice pivot off of Boston-Toronto. I'll say that much with Freeman, Ozuna, Riley, Okuna, and those kind of guys. You can get some leverage off of Boston-Toronto and then do whatever you want in Arizona and LA. Those bats, could I could see them explode. I could see them doing nothing. They've been disappointing teams, but mainly Boston-Toronto, Miami-Atlanta, ugly pitching ugly slate so there you have it four game early four game late slate In, out done hit me up on twitter at bd trick if you'd like to uh, ask some more questions and talk other sports and all kinds of cool stuff to come join us in the free fantasy dj and slack chat if you give the podcast a rating or review on itunes i'd truly appreciate it five star to be even better but just give it a rate review i would really really appreciate that and um, check out my written content at rotoballer.com watch the video at the rotoballer youtube channel Get the season-long fantasy baseball info on Benched with Bubba and all kinds of good stuff, but uh, I'll be back with you guys on Friday with a full slate, a fun full slate, but for now, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, May 20th edition. I'm out. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.